Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or iHeart, hit that subscribe or follow button. The content shared is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Imagination Health and Wellness Podcast. My name is Carolyn Scott, and I'm here with Clement Norris. And we'd like to thank you for joining us today for this podcast. Hello, Clement. How are you? I am doing fine. And I hope you are as well. I hope all the listeners are doing well also. I hope that they are accepting my challenge to continue responding to on the comment section. Mm-hmm. I need that kind of feedback because it helps me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. helps me not just with the different things that we talk about, but I, I think it helps me mentally and spiritually myself. I like to kind of see myself as being fairly open. Mm-hmm. And so I may have a position or an idea that somebody could, could literally get me to change my mind on. And so I'm, I'm open. And of course, if you do, we will share them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have. We did the one on stress again. That was because somebody asked us to do it, a young man. And we did another one. We're going to be doing it, a recommendation from one of the listeners. So please get in touch with us. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, our topic is, and y'all may think this one is crazy, but this is something that just annoyed me for some reason. Our topic today is fist bump versus elbow bump. Mm-hmm. That elbow bumping, it's been annoying me. And I came across several people on the job, out the community. And I go up to, to do the fist bump and they, they sling their elbow at me and I, I get that elbow out of here. I'm not doing it. I'm fist bumping and we fist bump. <laughs> and I guess the reason some of that is because, and I did a little, I, I tried to do a little research on it. And all the evidence seems to suggest that uh, fist bumping originated in the African-American culture. And I think to be even more specific, literally, African-American in the United States is uh, where fist bumping kind of originated out of. It's been around for a long time. I seem like I remember doing fist bumps for, for, for years, it seems like. But it, it, and I don't know if you remember this, Carol, it seemed to become more popular in 2008. And the reason why it seemed to become more popular in 2008 was because at this point he was running for president, but President Obama uh, when he received the Democratic uh, nomination to run for president, him and his wife, Michelle Obama, walked out on the platform together. And as they came out, she raised her fist up to do a fist bump, and he fist bumped her back. And that caused all the rave, you know, everybody all over the place, all the news media was talking about the fist bump. And they, Carol, you probably did not know this, so brace yourself. Mm-hmm. They have actually done bona fide studies on fist bumping. I did not you know that. that? Yeah, they've done studies on fist bumping. And they show that when it comes to a fist bump, a fist bump is healthier in terms of germ transmission. It's far healthier. I think they in the study they did a study in England, and I think there was another study that was done twice as healthier than shaking hands, 
as well as high-fiving somebody. And so, and it made sense to me. And at the time when Obama and Michelle did it, uh, when, the, when they did it, it was, there was even talk then about, hey, this might be a good idea. Maybe we should start doing more fist bumping in, in society as opposed to shaking hands because we can keep disease transmission down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, let me ask you, do you know why there's such an emphasis on avoiding the hand-to-hand contact? Well, the hands are one of the dirtiest places on our bodies. We put our hands everywhere, on all different types of surfaces, and it's one of the more, more, way to transmit more, Disease. More importantly, we put the hands where though on our faces. On our face, and when you and 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 when you look at the transmission of a lot of bacteria and viruses, like for example the COVID nineteen virus, it gets in the body through the eyes, through the nose, or through the mouth. And so you keep hearing all of the experts saying, and I believe rightfully so. Of course, it's much easier said than done, but you hear a lot of them saying to try to avoid putting your hand to your face. And that's the reason why, because that is the, the route of the, that a lot of these bugs get in. So in 2008, it was all the rave because of President Obama and Michelle Obama. And in 2014 is when they had a study. It was a, published in a peer-reviewed American Journal of, of Infection Control uh, article. And again, it showed that fist bumping was far better, safer, and healthier. All right, so so in 2020, early 2020, mm-hmm. when all the Corona 19 things were really kind of starting to get rolling, I think it was actually probably around uh, February, maybe, but it was definitely in 2020. The the U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams, apparently he was the one who introduced the elbow bump. He felt that the elbow bump would slow down, if not stop the transmission of the virus, because people would not be touching their hands and obviously taking their hands and touching their face. And then when he got it started, everybody is now doing uh, the fist or the elbow bump. And I was with this guy. He came up to me and he uh, started to do the elbow bump and I was like man I'm not doing the elbow bump I said we could do the fist bump or we could do nothing at all and so we started having a discussion which I was a little bit amazed that he wanted to challenge me on my fist bump but we started having a discussion about the fist bump versus the elbow bump and I told him I don't get it the idea is is that if you we tap elbows and this part makes sense you know how many people you know put their elbows to their face and that's the point that he brought up and he pretty much stuck with that point and i asked him i said well let me ask you something now, i don't i tried like you wouldn't believe to find out if and i think it's just too early because the elbow bumping started this year but i tried to see if there was anything out there a uh, study comparing the elbow bump to the fist bump and i found nothing but i found a lot of stuff comparing the fist bump to the hand traditional handshake and to the high five and in everything i looked at it says that the fist bump was far superior in terms of being healthier uh, not transmitting disease and so i i conceded to the gentleman that i was talking to i said well yeah i get that i'm not dis- disputing that i said but what i'm trying to understand is uh, how many people do you know go around touching their face with their knuckles 
or with the back of their hands. Do, do you see that happen often, Carol? It just depends. Some people rest their hands on the back of their hand, their head. Yeah, but that don't happen. That that don't happen that often. But people got often, their, their back of their hands up to their face. I see, you know, and you know, I mean, sometimes people will wipe their mouth and yes, they will use like like the back of their hand. Mm -hmm. But but I, I told him I said, Well, it, it doesn't happen that much. But then and, and even when I said that to him, mm -hmm. I said to myself, Okay, you know, maybe. I'm like, wait a minute, he's trying to take something away from a, a, a whole culture of people that they've been doing for for years. You know, we talk about trying to take something from any other culture and you, you get your hair chopped off for it. Mm -hmm. I guess part of what I looked at is it was a cultural thing for African Americans and now everybody wants to just dismiss it and throw it off to the curb. And I thought, okay, you know, there are going to be those occasions where people will use the back of their hands when they're eating to wipe their mouths. I think it's still easier to get people not to do that than not to touch their, their hands to their face. Mm -hmm. The Palmer service. Exactly. I think it, I think it would be much easier to say, hey, you know, teach them not to do that. Mm -hmm. But then I said something to him and he, he looked at me and he said, well, now he said, I, I got to admit that that's going to be a hard argument to beat. Mm -hmm. And somebody in our listening audience may beat it. And if you do, by all means, I'm totally open to hearing it. But I said, I said, now, the other thing about the fist bump versus the elbow bump is that we are supposed to be, and Carol, I want to, I want your raw, genuine, honest response. If you totally disagree, that's fine. I said, but we're supposed to be many trying to maintain social distance. Mm -hmm. And if we're trying to maintain social distance, the idea being keeping at least six, a minimum of six feet of space away from each other, I got to move in closer to you to do an elbow bump than I do to do a fist bump. Yes. Would, would that not be the case? Yes. I mean, absolutely. if we do an elbow bump, I got to come in closer to your your zone than I have to do, than I would do if we do a fist bump. And especially a lot of people, I see these people doing the elbow bumps and they're still leaning in toward each other. They're not doing the fist bump, with the elbow bump with their head slung back. That's right. So I said, well, I said, well, you're still in too close to do. You're definitely not six feet apart from each other doing it. No. And I said, I said, the other problem I have with it, how do you know, because there's also been this big push in society has been going on for a little while now. And, and I think it's a, I think it's a good one. A few years it's been going on trying to encourage people to sneeze into their elbow and not into their hand. I mean, that's been kind of going on for a while. And so yeah. you see more people doing it now, especially in healthcare, when they sneeze, they'll reach their arm over and, and cover their nose and mouth with their elbow mm -hmm. as opposed to with their hand. Mm -hmm. So what if I just sneezed on my elbow, we fist bump, and we're not closer to each other than what we should be, and I still transmit something over to you? Mm -hmm. Whereas if we fist bump, we at least I always see people fist bump when I do it. You always extend the arm out, so you're still maintaining more distance from that person than you are, you would be if y'all were elbow bumping. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, if you fist bump, you probably can almost fist bump six feet apart from each other. You know, when you I'm talking about extending the arm out and and having that big gap between you and the other person, which to me would seem like that would be far healthier, safer. And again, I, I'll admit I have a propensity toward the fist bump because again, it's a cultural thing. And not only is it a cultural thing, but it's a healthier cultural thing. Mm -hmm. Scientific evidence based on these, these rigorous studies that I was looking at, and you can find them online. All you got to do is Google them. 
that literally proves that fist bumping works. So in my mind, it either works as good equal to elbow bumping and maybe even slightly better because it puts a certain distance between you and the other person. The elbow bumping doesn't put between you all. Mm-hmm. What do you think, girl? Am I just going crazy or what? I would rather have that distance. Well, you know, me personally, I like waving as opposed to either one of them if we want to uh, respect the distance. Uh, but yes, I agree with you on that. You got to get closer to do an elbow bump. And so you would think that's the one. It's just funny to me, like the Surgeon General apparently recommended it. Everybody started running and doing it. It spread like wildfires and now everybody throwing an elbow up in somebody. But I'm thinking when you, I, I see absolutely no uh, real advantage or disadvantage. I, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that somebody does a research study on them that show no real advantage or disadvantages in doing that fist bump versus the elbow bump. And again, I think that if they do, I will not be surprised at all if the evidence shows that the fist bump is still better from a healthier sense when it comes to transmitting disease. Mm-hmm. You got more and more people, they're sneezing and coughing in their elbows. Mm-hmm. More and more people are doing it. And if, and if people are sneezing and coughing in their elbows, people are crossing their arms all the time. Mm-hmm. Is that not true? That's true. That's People cross the arm out, and when you cross your arms, where do your hands end up at? Right in the crease of the elbows. In your elbows. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it just seemed like it makes sense. I don't, I don't know why there was this big rush to, to get away from that fist bump. I think that fist bump, there's more to it. And yes, it was cultural, but I think it's, it's definitely more to it than that. I think it is truly far superior than, and I, and I hope somebody studied it. I think the evidence is going to show it then shaking hands, doing a high five, and or doing an elbow bump. If you uh, disagree, please fill out something in the comment section. If you agree, if, if you agree and you have a point that I did not highlight in this discussion, send me that too. I, I would like to add, I would love to add some weight to uh, what I was talking about especially if you do know of a study that they've done comparing the two. I'll be surprised if they already got one considering based off of what I've been looking at uh, so far, but I'd be interested. Let, let me know if you see something out there that says something differently. Ultimately, I think where this is going to end at is that I'm actually okay with the, you know, some people put their hands up in like a prayer uh, sign. You see that, you know, a lot of Middle Eastern countries, and I think they call that like, I can't even say it right, but namaste, N-A-M-A-S-T-E. And it's like when you put your hand in your position and you kind of just bow a little bit when you see a person. So you're not touching at all. You know, in some cultures they bow. Even when you look at the origins of handshaking, handshaking, if my memory serves me correctly, it kind of it kind of came out of uh, uh, not necessarily start off as some form of greeting, but it was a way of showing your opponent, your, your, who you perceive to be your enemy, that you wasn't hiding a weapon in your hand. And so that was kind of one of the ideas, at least one of the ideas for how handshaking originated. And you know what's so funny, to me anyway, is that for all you out there in the listening audience, I was literally telling Carol what the title 
of this particular episode is going to be. And Carol shared a story with me, and I want her to share that story with you all right now. And trust me when I tell you that she did not know that I was going to ask her to share this story. <laughs> so, Carol, when I told you that our topic today was fist bump versus elbow bump, uh, share with everybody what you just said to me. What I said was, at our church, we've been observing the uh, the stay-at-home uh, situation, and so uh, I'm a part of the media team at church, and we do live streaming, and so we have just a few people there just to be able to do the live streaming. So I told Clement that when my pastor comes up to greet us, he wants to do the elbow bump. Now, for some reason, that just rubs me the wrong way. It kind of annoys me. Uh, to be honest, oh, pastor's not listening, but it kind of annoys me. So what I said was a few weeks ago, I said, next time the pastor comes to me and says, sister, elbow bump, I'm going to step back and say, respectfully, pastor, you know, I'd rather for you to just wave at me. If we really want to keep that six feet distance, it is better to just stand the six feet away and wave rather than coming up closer than six feet and elbow bumping. So I just made the suggestion. And um, so this past, ooh, ooh, this, Carol. this past, this past weekend, he, he didn't come up and maybe he wasn't even thinking about it, but he didn't come up and suggest elbow bumping. <laughs> we just saw each other and we waved. So that's what I shared. And, and I think what Carol said at the end of the day, that is far superior than fist bumping, high-fiving, and elbow bumping. Just do what they do in the Orient or in the Middle East. Just bow. Or, and when I say bow, I don't mean bow, bow. I mean, but just a little nod of the head, mm -hmm. which is another thing that came been coming out of African-American culture. Been doing it for years. You just nod the head. Mm -hmm. you, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't touch each other at all. Mm-hmm. You, mm -hmm. you walk down the street, you pass each other, and a little bob of the head, the other little person does a little bob of the head. That was a way of saying hello. That's right. It, it, That's right. it was a handshake, so, so to speak. That's right. So uh, we, if anything, we need to do more head bobbing because head bobbing kind of goes into that area where Carol was talking about before, uh, just simply not touching at all. You know, head bob or just kind of wave high, bye. And if you are one of those people, they like to touch and there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. if you like to, to have some kind of contact think about it think about it i think i think if you give it some honest thought and go and try to look at the data you're gonna i think you're gonna come to the same conclusion that i came to that really the best way to go would be the fist bump mm -hmm. and, I, and i love that order uh, head knob or just don't touch at all Mm -hmm. You're not transmitting anything uh, from yourself to another person, nor are you getting something else from that other person onto yourself. And if you're going to touch fist bump, I do not believe that elbow bumping is better. If you look at some of the pictures, just go on online and look at some of the pictures of people uh, uh, elbow bumping and look how close they are. Look, look how they kind of lean their heads into each other. And, and, and mm -hmm. God forbid that one of those people sneezes. You're so close into the zone, it ain't even funny. Mm -hmm. One thing for sure, you're definitely not six, far, six feet apart from them. Mm -hmm. And so it's just some food for thought. And I, I also thought it would be an interesting discussion, something different to consider. And, and I won't be surprised at all that at some point, somebody is going to study it. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to study it. And if they do, I want to get it hot off the presses.
Mm-hmm. And I hope on the front cover they have a, a fist with the knuckles sticking up. <laughs> <laughs> they may just do that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I just don't think that many people are taking using the back of their hands in just everyday uh, life. So thank you for listening to this podcast and uh, putting up with my madness. I, I hope you found it both interesting and entertaining. And I hope you found it to, uh, to be uh, to pique your interest to actually look into it. And, and because we don't want to just be doing something because everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be, hopefully you would think since we're supposed to be in this, you know, everything's supposed to be evidence-based, evidence-based these days. We want to be doing what we what would ought to be the best thing to do. And obviously that again is not touch at all. But if we do, I think the, the fist bump is the best bet. So in conclusion, I want our listeners to consider this. Biblical scholars estimate that the Apostle Paul wrote 1 Thessalonians around uh, A.D. 52, or depending on where you're at, C.E. Uh, 52, uh, the common era. In 1 Thessalonians 5.21, the Apostle Paul wrote, examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. That's from the New American Standard Version of the Bible. Now. Based on what Paul wrote, the Bible was promoting evidence-based before it became popular around the world. Because these days, everybody knows evidence-based, evidence-based. Fist bumping has been examined with traditional handshaking and the high five. Fist bumping is evidence-based. Bumping elbows is not evidence-based. There are no studies done on elbow bumping, but we know that the studies show that fist bumping, you know, basically a, a slight tapping of the knuckles is far superior when it comes to reducing the transmission of bacteria and or viruses. The evidence, at least with the Studies we have now, which seem to be rigorous studies, are showing that fist bumping is far superior versus the elbow bump. Therefore, we should not be replacing fist bumping with elbow bumping. And I get it. I get it that the uh, Surgeon General apparently got this whole thing kind of kicked off. But that doesn't change the fact that when you look at fist bumping, you look at elbow bumping. People, as stated before, they they cross their hands all the time. They rest their hands on their elbows. People are sneezing and coughing into their elbows. They take, and when they do that, they're doing that with the palm of their hands, not not with the back of their hands. And then they're taking the palm of those hands and they're touching their faces. So uh, I will be very interested in seeing what our listeners uh, think. Look forward to hearing from you, and uh, especially if you have something that you want to uh, add to the discussion. For those of you who know me, when you see me, fist bump me. So we want to thank everyone for joining us on today's program, the fist bump versus elbow bump. We hope that you found it to be compelling. And of course, we look forward to uh, any comments that you may have, either for or against. Uh, maybe you'll be able to highlight some point that I did not uh, mention. But we look forward to hearing from you. Next week, we're very excited about the next week program. It will be on Monday, May the 11th. As many of you know, if not all of you, 
especially if you saw our previous podcast, that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And of course, when you're talking about mental health awareness, the subject of, of suicide comes up. And if you look at the numbers, according to the CDC, the National Institute of Health, uh, suicide has been on the rise in America and, and maybe even around the world. And also, of course, we're dealing with the COVID situation still. As of 5-10-20, globally, there has been 264,679 COVID deaths. Out of those, 74,665 COVID deaths have been in the United States of America. So what we will be doing on Monday, we will be focusing on what I believe is a, is a big part of one's spiritual health. So we're going to be looking at spiritual health. And in light of that, the program will be titled Death of Death. We're going to be looking at what does the Bible say about death? How does it define death? It may even be part two to it because getting a look at what it says about death, but then maybe even looking at why does it describe death the way it does. So it seems like the environment is kind of good for us. So we're going to look at that and see what it says about death. And hopefully when it's all said and done, we can all be edified and everybody be blessed. And then on Friday, Friday the 15th, we will be posting a new program. That program will be COVID-19 interview that we've done with a young lady who was uh, tested positive for COVID-19. She has been through a lot. She is going to share her experience with us. And believe me, I think you're going to find it very interesting uh, to hear what she has to say. She's literally still battling with the disease as we speak. As of Wednesday the 6th of this month, she had to be readmitted to the hospital for the third time. And so we look forward to you all on uh, Monday, where we will be covering the death of death on Monday the 11th. And then on Friday, we will be listening to an interview that was done with this young lady that I think you all are going to find very interesting. And I think that when it's all said and done, uh, you're going to be blessed. So we look forward to you all joining us next week, and we hope that you have a blessed week. Thank you. And if you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, go to wherever you're listening to this episode and leave us a comment. Or visit our website at veganimagination.com. That's V-E-G-A-N-E-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.com, where you can leave a voicemail or written comment. Click on the podcast tab at the top of the page. And once there, you can leave us a voicemail message up to three minutes. We would love to hear from you.